Perhaps the question I get the very most on this show and also at Vitality Nutrition is this one. Jared, how do I know which supplements I should take? Or maybe it's this one. How do I know if I need this supplement? Or maybe it's this one. Am I taking too many supplements? Or sometimes it's this one. Is it safe to take all of these supplements? Today on Vitality Radio, I'm going to answer those questions to the very best of my ability, along with about 20 other variants of those questions. Because today in the Vitality Radio listeners community, I was asked a version of this question by one of our most active community members. Her name is Nicole. She asked me this right before in the next comment she proposed to me. Not because of my stunning blue eyes or incredibly handsome bald head, but because she wanted to get all of her supplements for free. I tell you, I lost a lot of respect for Nicole uh, with that proposal. For one thing, it was very, very shallow. For another, she knows better. She knows that I'm taken. And uh, yet, in her need for more supplements... She thought it was her best option, I guess. And, of course, I'm joking. But she did propose. I anticipate that it was in jest. (laughs) But it did make me laugh. So, yeah, she asked me this question. And I thought, you know, I'm kind of struggling to come up with a topic. I had about four topics that I was battling with and batting around in my head uh, before I decided to sit down and write my notes for this episode of Vitality Radio And none of them were clicking until she said, hey, Jared, and asked me this question. So because of that, and in honor of her proposal and my, well, refusal to accept her proposal, I'm going to answer those questions to the best of my ability right now. Of course, Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 801-292-6662. That's how you call us. You can visit us at 107 South 500 West. You can also chat with us or place orders at vitalitynutrition.com. So as I said, I was struggling to come up with a topic. This topic is, I hope I can fit it into an hour uh, because there's a ton to discuss here. And frankly, it's an impossible question to answer for everybody currently listening. So what I'm hoping to give you is kind of a, a playbook of sorts on questions that you can ask yourself, details that you can look for on labels, information that you can potentially Google to get more details and other ways that you can become a much better informed and wiser consumer of nutritional supplements. But before I do so, I'm going to make a disclaimer and it's not the disclaimer that I'm not your doctor and this isn't medical advice. You know I'm not your doctor and that this isn't medical advice, and that is a disclaimer that I need to make every show, but this disclaimer hits a little more close to home for me, and that is that I have a bias. Now, you've heard me talk about this if you're an avid listener to the show. I've mentioned this a few times. I have a unique bias. I sell supplements for a living, and here I am, the guy who sells supplements for a living, who talks about supplements on his podcast that you are currently listening to and is now going to give you advice on how to know 
how to take your supplements, which supplements to take, how many to take, how many is not enough, how many is too much, you know, all that kind of stuff. It is what it is. It's a bias that I have, and I just want you to know that that is true, but I will do my very best to give you my honest answers to these questions because I think the ultimate goal that I had from the outset of this show that I started 15 years ago this month, 15 years ago, is to help consumers of natural supplements become better consumers to know more about what they're consuming, how they're consuming it, why they're consuming it, and all the other details. That's really what Vitality Radio, to the largest degree, is all about. It's also what my social media is about. Instagram, at Vitality Nutrition Bountiful, is my most active account. Uh, But I also have at Vitality Radio on Instagram as well. I'd love for you to follow me there. Also, if you really want to dig deep into this topic and Any other topic you can imagine having to do with your health, you should consider joining the Facebook community. The link for that is in the description for this podcast episode. Okay, so the truth is this. I may struggle more than anybody else with this question, and not for the same reasons that maybe you struggle with it. I know that I have a leg up in this, uh, this effort to take the supplements that are going to deliver the best results for me and for my family because I own a health food store. I own a supplement shop. I own a supplement website. Vendors want me to sell their products. And so for the most part, if at the very most I'm ever going to pay for something for a supplement is wholesale. And in many cases, I would say most cases, if I want, I can get the product for free. So I have access that you probably don't have. I own a store that has over 45 different, sorry, sorry, 4,500 different supplements in it. And, and I'm therefore this crazy unique access. And I also believe in the supplements that I sell. So trust me when I say it's a challenge trying to figure out what I'm going to take. And if you saw my kitchen counter, you would understand what I'm talking about. So as I said, it's a struggle for me and not for budgetary reasons, but for other reasons. And now I want to speak to you specifically listening to this show, because I bet this is a question you've asked yourself, or at least some variation of this question. What supplement should I take? Should I take this supplement? Is this supplement safe for me? Can I take this supplement with this supplement? And so on and so on. All of those types of questions are the questions that I aim to give you the best answers I possibly can on this episode of Vitality Radio. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, As I said, I hear this question all the time, and it's a difficult one to answer. It is actually this question that promote, or sorry, prompted me to come up with the Vital Five. And if you're a listener of this show on a regular basis, you've heard me certainly discuss the Vital Five. Maybe you've heard all of my Vital Five episodes where I talk about magnesium in detail, probiotics in detail, enzymes, omega-3s, and of course, a great multivitamin. Now, the Vital Five was not something that just popped into my head one day. The Vital Five was literally the best answer I could come up with at the time when I came up with it 
I don't know, honestly, maybe it's been eight or nine years ago or something like that, that I started talking about the Vital Five. I really don't know how long ago it was. I'd have to dig back in the archives. But regardless, it's been a while. And the reason I came up with it was because people kept asking me, well, what should I take? You know, just a really basic question. What should I take? Because you go into a health food store, hell, you go into a Costco, and you see so many supplements, it's like, well, what should I take, right? It's not an easy question to answer. And so I started with the Vital Five. I asked myself, what are the supplements that I believe that most adults in this country should use on a regular basis because they simply aren't getting enough in their diet or because of other environmental reasons their body is in need of a larger dose of these things. So, for instance, magnesium, omega-3, and the, and the multivitamin. Those are all because simply we aren't getting enough in our diet, whether it's because of soil, because of toxic uh, oceans that have fish in them that maybe we're choosing not to eat, or maybe we don't like fish, or maybe we don't live on the coast and can't get fresh fish, so we're not getting enough omega-3. Uh, that, that would be why we're not getting enough of those nutrients. I mean, magnesium, 100 years ago, our ancestors, not our ancient ancestors, our recent ancestors, were getting 600-ish milligrams of magnesium in their food. On average, Americans are getting between 230 and 250 in their food. So we are deficient simply because the, the stuff ain't there anymore. Now, probiotics and enzymes are a little different. We're in the country where we like to take pharmaceuticals. We take more pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals than any other country in the world. In fact, we make up an unholy amount of the pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals that are taken in the world are taken right here in the good old U.S. of A. And of course, one of those big ones is antibiotics that I rail against all the time. And therefore, there's a higher need for probiotics, along with the fact that glyphosate from Roundup is a human antibiotic as well. And we have 70% of the antibiotics made in America are fed to the animals that are then fed to us. And so we're getting antibiotics all the time. So a need for probiotics is there. And then digestive enzymes, well, that has to do with a combination of stress and really, really poor diet. Most of us become deficient by the time we're in our 30s. So that's the vital five. And I have... A ep an episode called episode 242, the Vital 5 User's Guide, that goes into detail about those five things and how to take them. And I would highly recommend checking that out if you haven't heard it after you listen to this episode, because these two episodes together will pair really, really nicely, I believe. But it's not just about the Vital 5. I mean, if it was that simple, I'd have a supplement store with five different supplements in it. Maybe I'd have five different categories and a handful of supplements in each category. But no, I have 4,500 supplements in my store. And the reason I have 4,500 supplements in my store is because not all of us are the same. We all have different diets and stress levels and age and illness and ailments and upbringings and all kinds of things. So some of us want things for anxiety and other people want things for constipation and other people things other people need things for arthritis. And some people want things to build more muscle and some people want things to burn more fat. And some people are worried about cognitive function and other people are worried about cold and flu and all of those things. And so because of that wide range of need, it varies from person to person. What else besides the Vital Five we might need, right? So these five things are pretty universal, I think. Uh, 
And it's always a great starting point. And there's another reason behind the Vital Five being what they are. And that is because I just mentioned a bunch of things. I mentioned arthritis. I mentioned cognitive function. I mentioned anxiety. I mentioned constipation. I mentioned, um, what else did I mention? (laughs) A handful of different things, all of which were off the top of my head, all of which can be improved by the Vital Five. Constipation can be eliminated in many cases by magnesium and a probiotic, for instance. Cognitive function is almost always improved by a probiotic, magnesium, and omega-3. Indigestion, IBS, can be improved in almost every case by enzymes and probiotics, as well as oftentimes magnesium. Arthritis can be improved by omega-3s and magnesium, and so on, and so on, and so on. So when we start at the basics and give our bodies the things that we absolutely know they're deficient in, and get those things on board, then we get to see what our body can do all by itself when it is properly nourished, right? But then I do these podcasts. I do these episodes, which I've done a couple of really great interviews lately, and it's not that my interviewing skills are masterful, but I've been able to land some really good people to interview. I had ha- a couple of dynamic educators on in the last few months. Karen Masterson Cook, for instance, instance, talking about aloe vera. And after that episode, I sold a lot more aloe vera juice, whole leaf aloe life aloe vera juice, which I used 24 years ago to help eliminate my issues with acid reflux. I wanted to have the woman who developed this stuff on my show. Why it took me 24 years, I don't know, but she finally got on there. And then a bunch of you listening said, wow, that stuff sounds amazing. I'm going to try it. Well, ask yourself the question, why did you ask or why did you feel that way? Was it because I'm so good at interviewing really smart people? Was it because of the really smart person? Was it because she specifically said something that, clicked in your head and you said, that sounds like something I could benefit from. Well, just last week, I talked to a guy named Dr. Jim Laval about aged garlic extract. This is another thing I've been using forever. In fact, it's the thing that I can think of besides maybe like vitamin C or multivitamins, but it's even more unique than that. It's the one supplement I can think of that I've carried that brand Every year that Vitality Nutrition has been in business, and we've sold it for all of those years with great success, and that's Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. So it's been on the market for like 50 years in America, and Vitality Nutrition's 45 years old, and we've been carrying it that whole time. Why? Well, because the stuff is awesome. Because even way back then, when there were very few studies Remember, there are now over 900 studies that have been done on aged garlic extract. Back then, there were hardly any, but we knew it worked. We had enough anecdotal evidence and enough clinical evidence to know that this was something that was very beneficial. Plus, for years, people like Dr. Christopher had been pushing garlic for all kinds of things, and we knew that Dr. Christopher knew what he was doing. So then I get this guy, Jim Laval, on, and he starts to talk about only studies on real human beings showing exactly what garlic has been proven to do. 
He mentioned prevention of dementia and Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's. He mentioned prevention of cardiovascular disease in a bunch of different ways. He mentioned blood pressure. He mentioned cholesterol and specifically the one type of cholesterol that's the most dangerous, your oxidized LDL or VLDL. He mentioned all kinds of different things. And then you probably said, whoa, that sounds like something that maybe I should take. So this is tough because you're not alone. I doubled my aged garlic extract after Jim shared some of the study details with me on the show that you heard. I got really excited about it. And why? Because it specifically spoke to a couple of concerns that I have with my own health, uh, particularly some preventative maintenance things that I'm concerned about. But here's the thing, and you know this, you can't take everything that sounds like it's good for you. It's one of the biggest challenges of opening and running a store that sells supplements is that all of the supplements that are in the store are awesome for somebody, but maybe not for you. And that's what this show, again, is all about, is to try and help you figure out what supplements might be optimal for you. I get excited about supplements just like you do. And like I said, you can't take everything. I can't take everything. I can probably afford to take almost everything I want. I I am in a unique position because of the access that I have. And I can take my own brands of supplements for significantly less money than you have to pay for them because, well, they're my brands, right? It's the reason the guy that runs a Mercedes dealership only drives Mercedes. Lucky dog, right? Well, I get the Mercedes of supplements as pretty much as much as I want. It's a pretty cool perk, but I still can't take everything. I see it all the time though. I see it and you may see it in your kitchen right now or wherever you store your supplements because I see customers who come into Vitality, who get information from me and from my podcast, from other podcasts, from social media, from books or magazine articles, from PBS specials, from doctors, from their local supplement shop, from friends and family, and lots of other places. Then they have this bag full of supplements, and maybe you do as well, and in many cases, they aren't even totally clear on how to use them or what to expect as far as results, so they're not even sure if they're working for them. I've even met people who can't even remember why they bought the supplement in the first place or what they thought it might do for them. It just sounded good at the time. And if you're guilty of that, there's no reason to feel guilty. It just kind of is what it is. But again, it is your responsibility. Ultimately, everything you put into your body is your responsibility. And so, That's why this podcast exists, is to try and help you become a better consumer of natural products specifically. So this is a real problem. And realistically, it's a problem for not just one reason. It's not just financial, like how many supplements can you afford, but it's a problem because maybe you're taking things redundantly. You're taking two or three things that all have zinc in them, for instance, and maybe you're getting too much zinc. Or you're making an uninformed choice and buying brands that maybe aren't good quality and could potentially be uh, creating more issues rather than solving them. Or maybe you're taking something without taking the cofactor that's actually going to make that thing work. There's all kinds of different reasons why this can be a problem, but 
That's why I'm answering this question here. It is impossible to accurately answer the question, as I said before, for everyone listening to this show right now, because every one of you is different. And the ultimate wild card in health and nutrition is indeed you, right? It's why when your doctor throws a pharmaceutical at you for a specific issue, it doesn't always work for you as well as it worked for your neighbor. And it's the same thing with supplements, only hopefully with supplements, at least we're not creating a bunch of side effects that you would are more likely to get with pharmaceuticals. But you are the wild card in health. And so this is a guide. This episode is a guide that is designed really to give you the best information that I can that I feel is the most universal. But of course, all of it still has to be applied back to you and your specific situation. So for the rest of this show, I'm going to give you as much information and detail as I possibly can on this topic. My goal is not to overwhelm you, but to help you become a better consumer. And then you get to take this info and get a, a, a good feel for it. And then please ask questions, um, not just of me, but my door is open. You can jump on Vitality Nutrition dot com and you can open up the chat feature and more often than not I might not answer you right away but it's usually me that actually answers the chat you can send me a message on Instagram at Vitality Nutrition Bountiful or at Vitality Radio both work for that you can call us at 801-292-6662 and we'll be more than happy to answer your questions there and you usually won't get me there but you get a really good person who if they can't answer the question has access to me and We'll make sure you get your questions answered. So you can do that. You can also vet this information with other trusted sources that you might have. Your doctor, your naturopath, um, your friends or family members who are super educated on this topic. You know, whatever it is, or maybe you're the friend or family member who everybody comes to uh, that's educated on this topic. Another place you can go, I'll mention it again, the Vitality Radio listeners community is just awesome. I mean, it really is awesome. So many great people. This show and the last show, the Aged Garlic Extract show and the Aloe show and many of the shows over the last six, seven, well, three, four months, I'll say, stemmed from things that I was asked on social media and particularly in the Vitality Radio listeners community. So if you want to join that Uh, Go to the show description in your podcast app and join up. We'd love to have you. So here are the questions that I think we should all consider before we decide to buy and take a supplement. Question number one, probably the most important question, do I need this product? That's a great place to start, right? Well, here's the answer that I give to most people who ask that question. And that is, first, is it a foundational product? I mentioned my Vital 5 before, right? Those are foundational products. And it's a pretty simple answer. Without knowing anything about your health, There's, I have a really good chance I'm going to nail that that supplement would be beneficial for you if it's part of the Vital 5, that it can be safely consumed and that you will probably get benefit from it. One of the things that I tell people all the time, if you were to send me an email without your name, without a picture, without any information, and all you said in that email was, Jared, 
I'm only going to take what's one supplement and I need one that's going to really do good things for me, what would you suggest? Without knowing anything about you, I would suggest magnesium glycinate because I'm almost positive you're deficient in it. I know that it impacts 300 different enzymatic processes in the body. And I know that when I recommend magnesium glycinate to people, they feel better in so many different ways. They sleep better. They deal with stress better. They have better overall cognitive function. They reduce their feelings of stress and anxiety. They are more regular. They don't get leg cramps anymore. There's all kinds of things. The list goes on and on with magnesium. So it's easy because it's foundational. But what about things that aren't foundational? What about when we step outside of the vital five, then what happens? Well, I mentioned garlic and aloe, so let's go down the path of garlic. Aged garlic extract, the kind that Kyolic makes, is one of my favorite products, and it has been, like I said, for my whole life selling supplements. And it can help you with a ton of different issues. And it's so good for you that almost anybody would benefit from it, and you could call it a universal supplement, almost foundational. The only reason I don't call it foundational is because it's not something that your body requires, but in terms of all of the benefits that it provides, most of us would benefit from it. But do you need it? Well, here's how I answer that question. I ask myself if there are specific concerns that I have for my health that can be directly improved by whatever supplement I'm considering. I mentioned that I doubled my personal intake of aged garlic extract from Kyolic after interviewing Dr. Laval. Well, why did I choose to double my dose? Well, because I asked him a few very specific questions. And you have to know, a little peek behind the curtain here, I don't always do this show for you. (laughs) Sometimes I do it for me. But, you know, mostly it's for both of us, right? I ask questions that I want to know the answer to, assuming that you'll also like to hear the answer. And then I ask a lot of questions that maybe I already have a pretty good idea what the answer is, but that I feel like my listeners should know. So in this case, I asked some very specific questions and he rattled off some incredible studies that have been done on aged garlic extract that correspond to specific concerns I have for my body. And then I asked him, you may remember if you heard that episode, and if you didn't hear that episode, please go back and listen to it. It's really great. It's one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. I absolutely loved it. But I then asked him, okay, well, how much of the aged garlic extract was used in those studies? And when he told me, I recognized I was using about half as much as I needed to get the benefits that I really wanted. So I bumped up my dose specific to my issues that I'm concerned about knowing that, A, there's clinical proof that it works, B, it's actually a pretty economical supplement to use, and C, that it would give me a lot of positive side benefits as opposed to side effects like most pharmaceuticals. Now, in your case, maybe make a list of what your primary health concerns are. In fact, I'm not going to say maybe. Make a list of what your primary health concerns are. Are you just doing preventative things here or are you dealing with specific issues like an autoimmune disease or gut health issues or arthritis or cognitive function issues or mental health concerns, et cetera, et cetera? Write them down and maybe even prioritize them. I think this is really valuable um, because it it's we don't ask ourselves questions enough. 
when it comes to our health. In fact, what I think we end up doing is we end up asking everybody else questions when it comes to our health. But there's a couple of things that happen when we ask ourselves questions. One is we get clear about what our goals actually are. There's real value in that. So then we can become a better consumer because we're focused on the key things that we feel will impact us the most. But we also become generally more aware of our health. We ask these questions and we start to recognize where our real concerns are. And maybe in some cases we aren't that aware of that. But when we start to analyze that a little bit, we can become, again, better consumers because we have a better feel for what we really are concerned about for ourselves. So make that list. What are your primary health concerns? And if it isn't just preventative maintenance, then once you have that list, like I said, prioritize it. And one great tip that I use is I prioritize the issue then that is the most likely to improve the other areas of my health. Again, this comes back to the vital five as an example. But if you take the vital five, in many cases, many of your other concerns either improve dramatically or go away because now you've done the foundational things. And keep in mind, this episode is all about supplements. I'm not talking about getting better sleep. I'm not talking about drinking more water. I'm not talking about getting rid of Diet Coke or Sour Patch Kids or whatever it is that's your vice. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm not talking about eating organic food. None of that has anything to do with this episode, but all of that matters even more than supplements. Your lifestyle still matters most, especially your diet, okay? Your exercise and these things. So I'm, I get that I'm not talking about that, but that's only because the focus here is all about supplements. Those other things are episodes I've done other times and will continue to do on Vitality Radio. Okay, so now here it is. You have made a list of your biggest health concerns. You've then prioritized that list, and then you've taken that prioritized list, and through the education that you've received from places like Vitality Radio and the other things that the people you follow on Instagram or you know, your doctor or wherever you're getting your information from, you are now going to prioritize, okay, which thing can I address first that will potentially improve the other things? So here's an example. Let's just say, for instance, that you deal with anxiety. You deal with anxiety and you also have a little bit of irritable bowel syndrome. Maybe you have chronic diarrhea or constipation or you fluctuate between the two. Maybe you get gassiness and bloating after meals, whatever types of IBS type symptoms you're dealing with. But you also have high anxiety. Well, in my view, while you may want to prioritize anxiety because it's bothering you the most, it's making life very uncomfortable emotionally, and maybe that's more of a concern for you than the discomfort of the IBS. Once you educate yourself, you recognize that gut health is the biggest part of mental health. And so you prioritize your probiotics, your digestive enzymes, perhaps your aloe vera juice, perhaps your aged garlic extract to protect your stomach lining or rebuild your stomach lining or your, sorry, your uh, intestinal lining. Because you know that the root cause of anxiety, besides maybe your kids or the news or Dr. Fallacy or whoever, maybe those root causes, their root causes too. But you'd be able to manage the stress 
that comes from those things if your gut was healthy because the root cause of significant emotional upset, anxiety, depression, and these types of things is often found in poor gut health. So then you say, okay, well, my two big priorities here are anxiety and IBS. Well, I can address the IBS, or sorry, I can address the anxiety, right? I can take a pharmaceutical for it. I can go get a benzo that I could potentially get addicted to and potentially even become suicidal with. Or I could do a natural approach. I could take Jared's formula, anxiety release. I could take some CBD. I could take a lot of things to help with my anxiety and help with symptoms, and I likely will get results. But why not look at the root cause and say, hey, let's kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to address my IBS with probiotics, digestive enzymes, aloe vera, and I'm going to see how my anxiety improves as I do those things. That is a great way to kind of figure out, okay, how do I go about this? Because I think one of the biggest concerns, not concerns, that's the wrong word, One of the biggest issues that many consumers have when it comes to supplements is they're looking at it and saying, okay, I'm concerned about preventing COVID. I'm concerned about my arthritis in my right knee. I really don't like my ADD and how that uh, impacts my life. And my sleep isn't great. I have a lot of insomnia, plus my prostate isn't working so well, and I have to get up four times at night to pee. Well, that's a five or six different issues. And so then you're like, okay, I need a supplement or two for that. I need a supplement or two for that. I need a supplement or two for that. But those issues in many cases are really interlinked. And maybe we wouldn't have some of these issues if we were taking care of the underlying things right from the start, which again brings me back to things like the Vital Five, the foundational elements that we really need to address because when we get the foundation right, a lot of stuff just comes into line. Now, if you want to know more about these things and you like what you hear on Vitality Radio, you know, I have like 280 episodes is a lot and that's 280 hours-ish that you'd have to go through. And of course, of course, you don't want to have to listen to 280 hours of this. Well, I don't know. Maybe you want to, but it's going to take a long time. So you can go on your Apple Podcast app if you've got that, or you can go on Spotify. Now, those are the two I'm the most familiar with. I think you have a search feature on most of the podcast apps. But if you're on your iPhone, jump on the Apple Podcast app, and in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a search button. And then there's a uh, place at the top that you can type your search inquiry, and I would recommend typing in Vitality Radio. And then click on the button that says Your Library. And Vitality Radio, under Your Library, you can then type in Blood Pressure or magnesium, or anxiety, and you can find all the shows that I've talked about that topic on, and then you can narrow it down there. The same kind of thing can be done with Spotify. It's actually even an easier search in Spotify, I think, which is probably on your phone as well, whether you have an Android or an Apple. But you can start there. Then you can also branch out if you don't want just my opinion, and I never suggest you go with only my opinion. Look at some of the other health podcasts and find out what's happening. Another great podcast is the Just Ingredients podcast, where a lot of you first heard me on. She has awesome guests. And uh, so really good information available there. A lot of other really, really great podcasts out there that you can jump into. 
Okay, so the next question would be, how do I use this supplement? And perhaps this is what people love most about this show and shopping at Vitality because I hear it all the time. I love that I can come somewhere and ask the questions about how to take my stuff and you can answer them. Well, that's our goal. That's always our goal. And remember, it's not medical advice because we're not doctors, but we will do the best we can to give you the information you need to know how to take the thing you want to take for whatever reason you're taking it. The supplement facts panels aren't always as helpful as they could be. In fact, it's pretty confusing, and I don't have time to talk about it now, but I did talk about it in detail on episode 245, where I talk about how to read a supplement facts panel, and I had tons of people tell me that was incredibly helpful. So that's another episode you could pair with this episode to really get better informed and become a better consumer of natural supplements. I... Whenever I do a show on a specific thing like garlic or aloe or IBS or depression or whatever, I do try to give you uh, usable information so that you can best uh, take the product and expect to get results. I even try to tell you what to expect to see in terms of your results as well. The next question would be, do I have a good quality source? Do I have the wrong brands, the right brands? Am I buying good quality supplements, bad quality supplements? I hear that all the time too. And you want to talk about a bias. Well, if I don't sell it, obviously it's no good, right? Okay, that's facetious. There are a lot of great supplements that I don't sell. And there are a lot of crappy supplements that I don't sell. And how the heck are you supposed to know which is which? Well, I have come up with a few... Um, questions that you can ask that I think are really valuable. But first, I'm just going to tease next Saturday's, this Saturday's show, three days from now, and tell you that there is a brand called Heights. They're all over social media. I see them on Instagram and Facebook all the time. They're trying to sell. They did this big Black Friday sale, and I hope you didn't buy it because I looked at Heights, and I am going to expose it for what it is on this Saturday's show as my rant because there are so many products that are trying to take advantage of uninformed consumers, and I hate that. I believe that the industry that I belong to, the industry that I was raised in from the time I was a wee lad till the time I turned 50 years old and beyond, is an industry that was built, that was built by people who wanted to for lack of a better term, heal the world, help their fellow man. That industry has been infiltrated by a lot of people who are all about the bottom line. And yet there are still wonderful, wonderful people in this industry. I think most of your independent health food store owners, they're in it for the reason that you'd want them to be in it for. They're in it for the purpose of helping people. Now, some are better at it than others, but at least their intent is that. But some of these companies, especially the bigger they get, they start to get a little greedy and maybe there uh, used to be uh, some ethics there that aren't quite there anymore. So here are the things that I recommend you do. The first thing you can do, and I think this is really, really important. The first thing you can do is Google it. I don't like Google. I dislike Google so much, especially since covid and all the censorship and everything else, but they still are the most complete search engine, and it's probably the easiest way to find this information. I want you to put the prefix of who owns 
in front of the brand that you're Googling. So for instance, who owns Garden of Life? And when you do that in Google, in fact, I'm going to do it real time. This is a real time show today. I'm going to say who owns Garden of Life. And I'm going to find out that it's Nestle. First thing that pops up. That's the parent organization of Garden of Life. Well, I don't want to give my supplement dollars to Nestle. Why? Well, because they're a mega corporation. They're soulless. They do not care about your health at all. They are a bottom line company that actually does lots of things to damage the health of our community. I don't want to give my money to Nestle. And Garden of Life used to be a great brand owned by a great man, and it isn't anymore. It's now a brand owned by a soulless mega corporation that I don't want to give my money to. And as such, where now that company is answering to the board of directors, not to someone who got into this industry for the purposes of helping people, Nestle bought the company to make money. That's the only reason they bought the company. You know that. And I'm a capitalist. I believe in making money. I own my company and I do this radio show as a way to support myself and my family. We all have to do that, right? But if that's the reason we do it and everything else be damned, that's not okay with me. So always Google it. Who owns? And if it's a drug company like Pfizer who owns emergency. Don't buy emergency. Why would you give your vitamin dollars to Pfizer? Do you trust those people, especially after the last couple of years? I don't. So Google it. And if it's a drug company, if it's a chemical company, if it's a big food corporation, if it's Procter and Gamble, like uh, who owns New Chapter, then make a better choice. That's just vitamin buying, according to me. Um, so, yeah, you don't want to dump your supplement dollars into those brands. Uh, the next question is, did the supplement I take or is the supplement I'm considering taking, is it, did it come from Amazon? Now, there are good brands sold on Amazon. Most of the brands that I sell are sold on Amazon. So it's not that. But did you know that one of the biggest concerns that Amazon is dealing with right now internally, and there's been a lot of articles actually written about this, is counterfeiting. People that are actually wrapping fake labels on bottles and selling it as if it's the real thing. That's happening a lot at Amazon. And so we have to be very, very cautious with that. Third, is it a grocery store brand? It's not always an issue because there are good brands in grocery stores. Um, and there are some crappy brands in grocery stores. But generally speaking, if it's in the mass market, if it's in a big box store, it's no longer owned by a smaller or independent family-oriented type of a company. It's probably owned by a megacorp. And their goal is to give Kroger, Costco, Walmart, and the lot the best margins and the lowest prices they can. And that means they're going to cut corners. Fourth, are there crappy ingredients in the other ingredients list? You'll learn more about that on episode 245, so I won't go into much detail there. And then fifth, if you're already taking it, is it working? Now, some supplements, we don't know if they're working. In many cases, you won't feel your multivitamin or your omega-3, or at least you're not sure. It's more subtle, more preventative in nature. But if it's a thing that's supposed to provide a benefit that is tangible, that you can actually feel or notice, and it's not providing that, well, you're probably not taking the right supplement. Don't just keep taking it, hoping it'll start working when it hasn't for months and months and months. 
Okay, now the next question I think is really, really valuable here is what should I take daily versus occasionally? Now, this one actually, I'm going to break down into three parts. Daily use, like your multivitamin, your omega-3, your magnesium, you know, your vital five type stuff. Repeated, but not daily use, such as maybe a liver cleanse, or maybe you're going to detox some estrogen for your system, from your system. And you might do that, you know, consistently, but not daily. I do a good liver cleanse once or twice a year, but I don't do it every single day. Or occasional use. These are things like colloidal silver that you use when you're fighting something or oregano oil when you're fighting something. This is a big deal. I get a lot of questions about this. The key here is education. Learn the ins and the outs of the supplement. Why are you taking it? How does it work? How often do I need to take it for the purpose I'm taking it for? This is all info that the company may not provide you due to the silly restrictions restrictions of our FDA overlords. This is also why this podcast exists, and it's why I have a community, the Facebook community for the listeners. And it's why I have a phone number and a chat feature on our website. Please ask us. We'll be happy to answer to the very best of our ability how and when to take these things. The next question I get a lot, and it's a question you should ask yourself, is am I overdoing or overlapping? Am I being redundant? Well, it's possible for sure that if you've got seven, eight, nine, ten different supplements at home, maybe more, that there's some redundancy there. And that is an area where you can potentially get yourself in trouble. The truth be told, supplements are pretty hard to hurt yourself with. People aren't dropping dead because of supplements. It's not like Tylenol where it's the leading cause. The leading cause of acute liver failure ahead of alcohol is Tylenol. But, you know, most of the people that get liver failure from Tylenol didn't know that it was the leading cause of liver failure because they didn't educate themselves. They just took the Tylenol and they took it like the label said, and they still got in trouble in many cases. Well, that's probably not going to happen with supplements for the most part, but you might be taking my personal formula, Vital C, which I developed specifically to boost your immune system. Vital C has zinc and vitamin C and olive leaf extract. And you also may be taking a multivitamin that has zinc and vitamin C in it. Pretty hard to get too much C, but you can get too much zinc. And you may be also taking a zinc supplement because maybe you're a man who has prostate issues and you read zinc was good for that. Or perhaps you were taking it because everybody was taking zinc during the COVID years and you thought you should take zinc. Well, maybe now you're getting zinc from three different sources and quite likely you could be getting too much zinc. So you need to be looking at those supplement facts panels. And if you don't know what is too much, I wouldn't necessarily recommend hanging your hat on the RDA because that's put together by FDA and FDA doesn't know diddly nothing about supplements. Actually, they know a lot about supplements. They just don't let on that they do. But that's a conspiracy theory for another time. You may be getting too much zinc. You may be getting too much vitamin A. You may be getting too much of certain things. Most vitamins are water-soluble, but not all, and no minerals are, except for the electrolytes to some degree. And so we do have to recognize that we could be overdoing it, and that's a matter of reading labels and then becoming informed. And again, ask us. We're happy to help. And the next one, am I taking something that requires a cofactor to be used correctly or optimally? Cofactors are things that, you know, in nature, in the body, everything works together. Nothing really works independent of everything else. A great example of this is vitamin D. Many people take vitamin D, but most of the people taking vitamin D probably don't also take vitamin K2 and magnesium. Maybe they take magnesium or K2. Maybe they don't take either one. And if not, they're missing out on many many of the benefits of D3 
and perhaps causing more issues for themselves. Episode 226, I talk specifically about those three cofactors, vitamin D, K2, and D3, and I would highly, or sorry, D, magnesium, and K2. I'd highly recommend checking out episode 226 if you're taking any of those supplements because they all go together for very specific reasons. I mentioned zinc earlier. Well, if you're taking a lot of zinc and you're not taking copper, you're likely causing a copper deficiency, which can create some more issues. So my point again is that the truth is out there. It is stuff that can be accessed and it can be accessed on this show. It can be accessed on a bunch of other great platforms as well, but it is it does behoove you as the consumer to ask the questions, whether you're asking them to a computer or you're asking them to a human being like myself um, or even through a computer to a human being like the chat feature on vitalitynutrition.com or checking us out on Instagram or whatever. We want to answer those questions, but we can only ask answer if they are asked. Uh, the next question I think you should ask, I think this is a really big one. Can I eliminate a drug by using this supplement? Yes. Yes. My favorite question. Please, let's eliminate drugs. This is where supplements can shine. I've repeatedly mentioned that people tell me routinely that they no longer need their BP meds, blood pressure meds, because they're taking NO Cardio Boost. They don't need their PPIs for acid reflux because they discovered apple cider vinegar or enzymes or aloe or some combination. They don't need their SSRI for depression because they're now taking probiotics to support their gut and magnesium and omega-3 to support their nervous system and their brain. And this happens all the time. Now, again, I have to be cautious here. I'm not your doctor and I'm not saying jump off your drug and jump on this supplement. But if you don't like the idea of being on a drug because it either is causing side effects or it's not delivering the results you want, or you're worried about long-term use of the drug and the potential side effects that could come, or you just don't have comfort with taking them, then there are alternatives in almost every case. And I promise you that you've never been deficient in Prozac, Adderall, or statins, but you might be deficient in magnesium, omega-3, and vitamin D, for instance. So yes, please look at your list. And if there are things that you are using pharmaceutically, maybe there is a supplement alternative, and that would be a good reason to look into a supplement for a specific thing. And then the financial thing, how much can you afford? Well, of course, that's got to be a you thing. We all have different levels of disposable income. We all have different things that we prioritize how, our, how to spend our income. If you are on a tight budget, because of whatever reason you are, maybe it's because eggs cost twice as much as they did before Biden was president, whatever it is, or gas, or everything else, right? But whatever it is, you might be looking at it and saying, you know what, I can only afford however many dollars per month. Well, then you have to prioritize even more. Get that list that I asked you to make, narrow it down, and then I would highly recommend if you have questions about that and you're literally thinking, okay, I'm either going to take garlic or I'm going to take aloe or whatever the question is, if that's where you're at, ask, ask us. We will be happy to guide you to what we think probably makes the most sense for you. And then the last question I'm going to ask here is this. And I'm going to ask you to ask it. Who should I trust for your information? I said right at the beginning, I am a biased source. I am. I sell supplements for a living. You can't trust me 100% because I have my bias. And that's 
just how it is. Your doctor has his bias or her bias. The FDA has theirs. Pharma has theirs. The news companies, they all have theirs. We all have our bias. So we have to find thing people that we can trust. Now, just because I have a bias doesn't mean you can't trust me. I am a Eagle Scout, after all. On my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and to obey the Scout law. Because a Scout is trustworthy. That's how that all starts out. But it doesn't mean I don't get it wrong sometimes, that I don't give bad information, even if I believe I'm giving good information. It doesn't mean I don't change my mind. That episode I talked about, episode 226, about vitamin D3 and K2 and magnesium, I should have done that 126 episodes earlier, at least. Maybe 226 episodes earlier. It was a customer who asked a very pointed question about vitamin K2 and D3. And I thought, you know, I really need to talk about that on my show. And I dug in deeper and I learned several things that I did not know. And I now feel that I was remiss in episode after episode after after episode recommending vitamin D3 and not recommending vitamin K2 along with it. I did that. I can't take it back. And it was certainly unintentional. But it is what it is. Nowhere in the scout law does it say that a scout is infallible, right? It just says that they're trustworthy. And I do try to be a trustworthy source for you. I really do. I literally take that scout oath very, very seriously. And the scout law. I was a scout master for 10 years. It means something to me. It doesn't mean that I'm always right. It doesn't mean that I'm not missing things. It behooves all of us to not have a single source of information. But then... We can find trusted sources of information based on what? Well, I think there's a few things. One is, what resonates to you? When you listen to Vitality Radio podcast, does it resonate? Do you listen and say, this guy makes sense. I like how he delivers this information. He feels trustworthy to me because I believe that we have an inner voice, all of us, and that that inner voice helps us find truth. If my show feels that way to you, that's good. If it doesn't, don't listen to my show. I mean, it's really as simple as that. Find another source. If it does make sense, it does resonate, and you then maybe maybe I'm fortunate enough, and I have been with so many people over the years, and I feel truly blessed that anybody would take my advice or suggestions and run with them, but maybe you have. And maybe you will tell me, like somebody did earlier this week, that they haven't slept well in years until they started taking vital sleep, and now they sleep like a baby every single night. And then you might think, oh, well, in this case, he got it right, so maybe he's got other good information for me. But again, it doesn't have to be me, and it shouldn't just be me. But find your trusted sources, vet those trusted sources, Probably the best way is to give them a shot and then go from there. All right, so I've run up against the deadline. That is the hour that I try to keep this show to so I don't drive you absolutely crazy with three-hour podcasts. Not that the most popular podcast in the world isn't routinely three hours long. (laughs) But yeah, it is what it is. Vitality Radio is an hour-long show as often as possible, and I actually got to the end of my list. I hope this was helpful. Nicole, I hope this was helpful to you. I hope you didn't mind me teasing you about your bogus marriage proposal, and I hope that this information was valuable for all of you. I 
really do this because I love doing this. I can't imagine talking about anything else besides what I talk about on Vitality Radio. This is what I love to do. It's what I've loved to do since for as long as I can remember. From the time my parents started letting me talk to my customers one-on-one at 14 years old and ask, answer questions about vitamins, I love it. And it is because of you that I get to do it. And I appreciate you so very much for loaning me your ears for this hour or two every week. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody, share this podcast. If you really like what you hear and you want to get more information, join the listeners community on Facebook. Um, And of course, if you have questions, call us 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Jump on vitalitynutrition.com. You can place orders there for sure, but you can also ask questions there in the chat feature Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.